In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Friday of the first week of Lent. Today being the 23rd day of February 2024. Together, friends, let us invite the Holy Spirit to come dwell with us. Come, Holy Ghost, Creator, come from thy bright heavenly throne. Come, take possession of our souls and make them all thy own. Beloved friends in Christ, the title of my homily today is God does not take pleasure in the death of the sinner. God does not take pleasure in the death of the sinner. The first reading today is again from the prophet Ezekiel chapter 18 from verse 21 to verse 28. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 5 from verse 20 to verse 26. Indeed, God does not take pleasure in the death of the sinner but that he may repent and have eternal life. This again is confirmed by Jesus when he said, I have come not for the righteous, but for the sinners to call them to repentance. Beloved children of God, today the readings draw our attention to the fact that every soul that sinned shall die in the sense of suffering eternal condemnation if such a soul refuses the free gift of God's mercy, God's forgiveness, and God's love. This explains why in the prophecy of Ezekiel today in the first reading, God tells us, if the wicked turns away from his evil ways, he will have his sins forgiven. All his iniquities shall be blotted out and never to be remembered by God, and he will live. He will have the fullness of life. But if the righteous turn away from his righteousness and begin to live in sin, his good works shall also be forgotten, and he will perish if he fails to repent and return to the path of righteousness. God, by this very fact, is bringing to light the fact that it is your deeds that places you where you rightly belong, either as a child of God who is truly doing the will of God through acts of righteousness, or a child of God who has derailed through sin and pledged his or her loyalty to the devil. Beloved children of God, every human action comes with consequences. Of course, God is a merciful God. He is also a just God. This is why it is important that we live the life 
that is worthy of our Christian calling so that we can enjoy the blessings that are due to such a way of life. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, today in the gospel reading, Jesus makes it clear that our righteousness must exceed that of the scribes and the Pharisees whose level of righteousness is greatly limited to the life of pretense, the life of external rituals, and the lives of ceremonies. They are religious, but rarely are they spiritual. They do a lot of things in the name of God, but rarely do they know the will of God and carry out the will of God. They use the name of God and religion to imprison people in different forms and at different levels rather than through God emancipating those who are in captivity. They abuse religion and misuse the name of God. And so Jesus teaches us today that our Christian faith our belief in God, our religious life must exceed mere empty rituals, external ceremonies, and religious activities devoid of the very essence that defines religion. Beloved children of God, every spiritual act Every religious activity that is aimed at God and makes no impact on the society hasn't sufficient grounds to claim to be a true religious act. Every day of our life, we must live taking into account the fact that the life we live has bearing on others. And so we must always work intentionally to bring about the holistic unity, the oneness of the human family, thereby enabling the love of God giving freely to every one of us to flow to all. No wonder then in the gospel today, Jesus insisted that if you are going to offer your gift in the church, in the temple, in the synagogue, in the place of prayer, and you remember that someone has something against you, leave that gift before this sanctuary, Go firstly be reconciled with that brother or sister and then you return to offer that gift. In other words, go back and offer yourself to God through that brother or sister that is having something against you before coming to offer your material gift to God. We cannot claim to be one with God if we are not one with our fellow human beings. 
Is Christ in any way insinuating that being reconciled with our brothers and sisters mean being one with them in everything they do? No. He himself said that he came to cause sinners to repentance. He didn't come to live with sinners in their sins. And so in being reconciled with our brothers and sisters, will bring them the love of God, that they too may become partakers of the love of God, which we are partaking of without any condition attached to it. Nevertheless, in bringing them God's love, we must encourage them to draw nearer to God that they may enjoy the fullness of God's love. And if there are things that are not pleasing in the sight of God, we are to aid them to desist from them. Dear friends in Christ, indeed God does not take pleasure in the death of the sinner. And that is why he continues to expose to us every possible inclination, tendency, chances that could lead us away from God into sin into the life of wickedness. And when we truly seek God in humility and in simplicity of heart, he will come to us. He will guide us in the path of righteousness and we will enjoy the fullness of his blessings. May God continue to help us that just like God, we may continue to work for the salvation of all and enjoy this free gift of God's salvation all the days of our lives, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.